Still. Oh yeah, it's totally fine. Um, if like I'm recording right now, okay. So, <laughs> um, you know, uh, hmm. yeah. In terms of like these updates for the computers, um, it's just uh, it's kind of gets irritating. That's why I don't have anything set up for automatic update. I don't yeah. want it to do that because if I get like a feature that I just cannot stand like an Adobe or Microsoft, whatever. I'm just like, wow, I can't backtrack, especially on a Mac because on a Mac, you cannot backtrack on like a yeah. PC. You can. Well, PC, like the thing is what I'll do with mine. Cause for whatever reason, windows 10, it just mm-hmm. likes to update like at random. So like in the past mm-hmm. month, I've probably had like two updates and then sometimes mm-hmm. you'll go like two, three months without any. Mm-hmm. So like after every update, I'll just do like, there's an automatic feature you can do to uh, clean up the disc and just get rid of any bloatware or whatever. Cause it's like mm-hmm. a lot of times it'll just update stupid stuff that you don't need. So exactly. it's, I, I'd rather go in and re download it if I need to, than just have it, you know, slow my computer down. Oh my God. Totally. You know, one of the things that I've been having, trouble doing is make because like this is the only major doubt this is one of the major downfalls with a mac is that once you have your um solid state hard drive basically you really can't technically upgrade anything else because it's integrated into the keyboard from what i Mm, recall with the way how their their um, memory works and also extended memory like ddr is what i'm talking about so um i'm sitting here like buying external damn hard drives and whatever but it's too but i don't really trust cloud trying to save stuff because that's just more stuff that you have to pay like space for and plus like i didn't really want um microsoft or mac whatever uh, that i'm using um to save any of my stuff is as a reminder telling me oh, no, you know sure. at the time <laughs> <laughs> it like reminded me what oh i guess it was for 330 uh, um i guess originally or whatever i don't know but um but yeah was it for 330 i don't even remember i think we were talking well, about I like thought, three i thought three but i could be wrong i didn't if i don't write it down right away sometimes like it's like okay 330 becomes three or something like that to me so okay um how about you do the intro for us today all right perfect all right, everybody, what is up? Welcome to our Friendsgiving episode. Yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm Santino, a.k.a. Bellison Terminal. With me, as always, is my co-host and good friend, Rodney Greenbird555. Together, we are Offbeat Beards. And let's yes. get into this. Friendsgiving. Awesome. Yes, Friendsgiving. It is, um, it's, I'm trying to say Friendsgiving more and more versus Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know what, whoever's listening. I, I, we don't care if you're if you're gonna say Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving, but for this one, just to be more like I guess, um, just more neutral. I guess yeah. it's, I guess it's yeah. more like a Friendsgiving because um, we're both friends and we believe in being able to give back to um, our listeners and our followers, all of the above, um, reviews, anything that you can think of that we are doing in terms of social media wise. And plus this one's just gonna be um, more, it's not gonna be like the Halloween one where we had like all of the sound effects and everything. And then there was like a very specific um, theme throughout. But I don't, um, 
one of the things I'm trying to think of is like, if we're going to be talking about Friendsgiving, I guess like talk about who, what companies are the most giving in a sense, or is our, or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, are you frozen? Oh yeah. It's <laughs> frozen. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. We're going to. Dude, this is like the second time that we're dealing with technical difficulties at the moment, you guys. Um, but you know what? <sighs> it just shows that this is more real and we're doing everything ourselves, working with what we have. Absolutely. And Zoom, Zoom, you're messing up lately, just as an aside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we're trying to like figure out how... Well, actually, I think we do have an idea how we're going to start recording our future sessions. It's just me making time to finally get around to it, which might I add, I'm off tomorrow and what, Tuesday? So um, <laughs> it is just really, it, I, I'm not used to working Sundays. Um, so I'm having to deal with that. And also I have to, sorry, I'm just like looking out the window and whatnot. Um, and also like um, getting used to um, with all the work that I'm doing now. So I haven't had to do charting or do soap notes, medical notes, all of that in such a long time. So now I'm just like, okay, I mean, I'm like having a refresher of all of the medical terminology, all of everything because I'm dealing with people's prescriptions, um, prescriptions for clinical rehabilitation. So yeah, that's training. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like definitely draining. I'm so glad I don't have to do, have to look up any of these codes and whatever, because I already have them in front of me. So that's what's up. Um, but, uh, oh, wait, can you talk again? Wait, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, cool. That was so weird. Oh my god. Okay, let's just <laughs> silence this phone. Okay, so um Friendsgiving, everyone. Now, I already know what I'm gonna be doing. I'm supposed to be hosting um my family at our new place, but um, you know, with the way how delivery is working right now, more likely um I don't know if, if they're gonna be the ones hosting. So I was gonna host um Thanksgiving basically for the very first time for my family but you know without all the extra furniture that I have ordered um we're just still kind of like waiting like when the fuck is it going to get here because I'm not going to host it without any of the extra seating all the above so what's going on with you are you doing anything with friends like a friendsgiving what's going on um you know we're still not sure to be honest with you yeah. um you know just kind of with uh, COVID being what it is out here mm -hmm. and everything, and God, nobody takes it seriously in Arizona. I don't, it's like yeah. Arizona, like you, you are smart enough to turn blue, but you're still not yes. smart enough to wear a fucking mask. I mean, come on. But um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, we were gonna maybe do something at my mother in law's house, but mm -hmm. you know, now it's kind of changing where we might just kind of all do separate whatevers. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not big on Thanksgiving dinner anyway. Yeah. Um, so we were thinking about maybe doing like Cuban food or something like that. Oh, but, that's what's um, up. Yeah. A Cubano sandwich sounds really amazing right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it really does. Um, so what I have done in the past, um, I've usually gone to my grandmother's house or I would go to my aunt and uncle's house in Alamo 
in the East Bay. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just me. I'm actually getting really sick and tired of having to go to their place. You know what I mean? And they never switch up the food. The food is just, it just stays the same. There's no no new surprise with like what the ingredients are like I don't know it's like very traditional same mundane thing over and over and over and over yeah and that's what that's the deal with like everybody though with Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. it seems like it's always okay turkey and you can prepare it a couple of different ways but at the end of the day turkey is turkey's kind of boring there's only so much Mm -hmm. you can do with it um you know like you got that potatoes veggies things like that it's the the one I hate is that oh my god that white trash, uh, green <laughs> the green bean. Um, oh God! It looks like throw up. It's terrible. Like, why do people <laughs> love that so much? It's that has always grossed me out. Like even when I was a kid, I just I don't get it. Um, I don't think that I've actually even has seen that being served um, with us um, on my da- um, the family that's here in California. You guys, for all the listeners. Um, on my dad's side, um, everyone's Chinese and German Chinese and German. So <laughs> you can only imagine the diversity. Of, yeah, that's quite a combination. The, yeah, you can only like literally like imagine the diversity of like the food palette that they have. Um, I'm not a fan of the whole sauerkraut thing. I I do not. I'm not a fan of that. It's not. It's I don't like it. Um, <laughs> it's I don't really like a lot of German food. Um, I mean, like, I'm totally open to it because I, I'm a total foodie. Um, but, like, I don't know. It, everything that we have is just always the same. Like, I remember my, because, like, I have um, redneck German-Asian <laughs> relatives, actually. <laughs> wow, that's a combination right there. Redneck yeah. German-Asian. That's yeah, a- <laughs> um, my dad's a redneck Asian, pretty much. Um <laughs> He's because he's all Chinese, <laughs> might I add. <laughs> okay, so um, I like it when they actually go hunting for the bird because it has oh, a different taste. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I am not about being there for the process of of plucking it, gutting it, cleaning it. I just I don't do any of that. I did that once with just salmon, and I was like, mm, I don't know if I can eat fish, <laughs> whatever, because <laughs> I don't want to see the process of it. But usually, the game that is hunted, we usually have. They usually have smoked it. So um, I would. Pref- we used to have two turkeys. So one that was store bought, and then the other one would be would just be the pedestrian thing, like a butter ball, because that is the most common turkey that's usually yeah. sold that everyone gets. It's a butter ball, from what I understand, and. Um, I've always went for the gamey one because it, it just had a different taste and I just don't want to go this year. That's why I wanted to host it. But of course, the pandemic is not even improving. So that's why I suggested that I host it. But now it looks like I'm not going to be able to even host it or whatever because my furniture is not yet arrived because we're oh, waiting man. for stuff being shipped from I God knows where, probably somewhere from like the East coast, which is, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how far um, Scandinavian designs um, branches, but anything that's not in California and not um, I guess like in Oregon or Washington, I think they call them, they cut their, that other brand that they go by is called um, Dana. 
I guess, Dana furniture. Oh, even yeah, yeah. Even though it's pretty much Scandinavian design and whatever. So yeah. um, I don't really know where in the world um, the furniture is coming from. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I like, I don't know. I was going to have like a Southern Thanksgiving, which was going to be the first time in a very, 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 very long time. So all I know is I was probably going to be really happy with this one because my mom's doing it because she's from Memphis, Tennessee. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, was there anything that you wanted to add about this um about this episode in particular do you know any companies that are quote-unquote giving or anything like that this can also be edited out if you can't think of anything no for sure um you know and i mean i can't think of any that are doing it you know just in the name of like friendsgiving or thanksgiving or what have you but it does seem like there are certain companies that are giving back right now and in fact it's funny i was talking to my wife at breakfast today we have a Mm. company that we like to order Spices from called Penzies. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. even know about them until after the uh, 2016 election. And here's like this mm-hmm. apparently, they're like one of the biggest companies in the game, um, but they still do like quality stuff. But like it's a big ass company. And like basically, he's sending out emails like, yeah, fuck Trump, whatever, this, nothing, blah, blah, blah. He's like, if you don't like it, don't buy my shit anymore, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, damn, this is a company I need to support. So you're definitely going to have to you send know, me their info. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, after this last election he's like hey this is great you know we got this asshole out of here whatever but he's like there's still a lot more work to be done Mm. he's like don't let up on the gas you still got to be supporting you know blm and all of these other worthwhile causes and so he's you know donating a lot of money um i don't know if it's from the company or him personally i know he's Mm. loaded because he owns Penzies, which is like one, they're like the biggest like indie spice company. But then Mm -hmm. his family also owns Spice House, which is like the number two. So they pretty Mm. much just got the game on lock. So they've got a lot of money. And I know he's talking about, you know, all of these causes that he's like, hey, just because we got, you know, dumbass out of the White House does not mean that we have to stop giving to, you know, BLM was the big one he mentioned, but, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the other ones, um, like March for Science and things like that, whatever. And it's like, this is super nice. cool because it's like, this is a company that's actually putting their money where their mouth is and really, you know, kind of putting their reputation on the line there because what he did back in the day, that could have backfired. And I'm sure a lot of people, yeah. you know, like... People get so, it does seem like, it, it's not just a conservative thing, just to be fair. Because, I mean, there's mm-hmm. definitely, you know, liberal people who it's like, oh, if this company doesn't agree with me 100%, I'm not shopping there anymore, whatever. But, like, exactly. conservatives especially do get, like, super, super bent out of shape over that sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, he probably lost a good chunk of his conservative customers. But at the same time, I mean, people like me who had never even heard of him before, it's like, okay, I got to start supporting this company now. So, oh, yeah, picked totally. up, I'm sure picked up a lot of customers at the same time. But yeah, just they seem very active in their community. I know they're looking out for a lot of their employees too. They're keeping their retail stores closed right now, mm-hmm. again, just with the pandemic and everything. Um, so it's a good company to support, especially if you are planning on doing, you know, big dinners, things like that with the holidays coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, you know, they give back a lot. So that's that's the company that I'll give a shout out to here. And, uh, of course, nothing beer related, but yeah. Still a company uh, that is, you know, giving back. Nice. Um, where are they based out of? 
Wisconsin, I believe, which is wow. like totally random. That yeah. is very random. <laughs> um, that is, that is so random. Um, I know, like, I can't think of much um, of beard bearded community, and let alone skincare community, um, in terms of um, trying to give back because. Right now, we've lost so much. Everyone as a company, everyone as a whole, actually, um, we have lost so much um, in terms of revenue. Um, So, like, the only thing that I can think of um, in terms of giving back in some sort of indirect way, aside from assisting my time, because I work with um, patients, you guys. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but um, I pretty much just no longer work in the spa industry. Um, I've always kept my foot in that door and I've always kept my foot in the medical side. But right now, um, what I decided to do is, you know what, like I need to have like a stable career. And so my stable job right now, which is what I'm going to be sticking with for quite a long time is working with, um, patients at the new facility that I work in. So um, that's why I was like talking about medical charts in the beginning. Um, If you guys didn't kind of really put two and two together. Um, (laughs) So um, I'm working, a lot of my patients are first responders. A lot of them were the people who were helping with the fires, um, especially with the fires. And then of course, like, physicians and other doctors and whomever in terms of like the COVID thing, because they are just like putting their lives at risk and they're always constantly giving and giving and giving and giving. And of course, like there's that good sports syndrome where we just push on through until like, you know what, my, my body finally decided to give out. I threw out my back finally. So now here we are rehabilitation, physical therapy, all the above. Like that's what is going on with me right now. So me being part of the person's rehabilitative journey, getting them back to normal, to get them back out um, in the field that they work in, whatever the case may be, but predominantly right now, it seems to be most of our patients are um, first responders typically right now. So I guess like- yeah. Yeah. And that's huge. Cause I mean, you're taking care of the people that take care of everyone else. So, yes. you know, you've got a very important job to do right now with that. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So I guess like right now, that is my way of giving back, even though, you know, they're, they're paying um, with their insurance. And also um, if they um, are, if it's a medical patient, but they're paying out of pocket and whatever. So um, as long as they're referred, it it's just seems like it's, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. I haven't immersed myself in this, in the medical field in such a long time. And it's just kind of like, kind of a shock because like, in a sense, like I was not working for so long for almost what, six months or something like that, something crazy. So, um, throwing myself into the deep end and be like, oh, hey, you want to start working with patients and whatever. And now we have to get you up to speed with all of your charting skills and whatever. So that's what um, I am doing right now. 
So I there's like no no ramp up for you. You basically just hit the ground running here. Is the whole yeah, thing. pretty yeah. much. It pretty much. Um, I mean, like I'm 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 really good with all of the um, doing all the medical work, but then trying to translate it for insurance because insurance is want to deny everything mm. that is wrong with you, so they don't have to pay. It's yeah. it's like yeah. that even with cars, everyone. So it's it really sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. So, um, so yeah, I think like that's pretty much it. Um, you know what? The more I'm thinking about it, Santino, I don't think that this one would really need sound effects. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't really think so. Because the more I'm thinking about it, I was like, hmm, it's pretty cut and dry with this one. Um, it's not like, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, not looking for like. Well, I thought this would be more of like a theme. But, you know, as we're going along, it's kind of like, no, this, like, yeah, this is, this one is dedicated to a specific thing, but it's not like a theme, like a full-on theme theme. Yeah, and and, I mean, it's kind of tough, you know, you you think about, like, the Halloween one, it's easy. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. sound effects, things like that, that are just related to Halloween. This time of year, what, like? Yeah, we were talking about like turkeys and shotguns, maybe or like. Yes, uh, <laughs> I was expecting maybe to like use make a, a shotgun or something, but I was like, wait, that's gonna be for the western themed one. That's so true. Yeah, so that one will have. Uh, yeah. Yes, because like I was thinking about the western themed um, podcasts that we're gonna be doing. That one is gonna be real easy to do and whatnot. Mm. The only thing is that I have to think of which might add I've never heard of. Um, Western themed skincare. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the closest thing that I can think of is like Barn Brand. That is the closest yeah. thing that I can think of, and I have not. But I guess like the Western theme is still going to be like based like on more that rugged, you know, that stereotypical rugged vibe and whatnot. Um, yeah. Because like there was things that I was thinking of that could be either aimed more towards like this lumberjack theme mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or a western theme and some of the brands that are kind of an in-between it's kind of hard to tell unless I literally just ask them if I DM them and be like hey do you categorize yourself as like a rugged or a western um, like themed based company a lot of them, there's overlap too. I think yeah. that's the thing because you know a lot of guys they'll have the like like the citrus uh, or not citrus, excuse me, cedar uh, beard oil and things yeah. like that, and that can kind of go either way because I mean yeah. there's definitely a lot of good like woodsy, outdoorsy, lumberyard type scents, mm-hmm. um, but they can be packaged as western as well. So it mm-hmm. it, it really just depends. Um, you know, and that's the thing. You could even kind of break it down on a level of individual sense because you've got certain companies, you know, just uh, not to totally jump into the uh, the Western theme thing because mm-hmm. everybody, you're going to have to subscribe. You're going to have to follow and you'll get that in a few weeks. But yeah. um, say, for example, you take a brand like Bearded Bastard who, you yeah. know, they make a pretty wide gamut of sense and it's just kind of whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, he does that like Rum Runner one which to me that's very kind of western it's like cedary and you know you've got that little little bit of spice or something like that you know 
but at the same time it is a wood-based set so really you could mm -hmm. say well it's it's outdoorsy it's lumberjack whatever because it does smell just like you know running uh running wood over the uh the table saw or something <laughs> like that but um you know and, and that and that's so if you're and we'll uh you know not to not to bore the audience with us thinking out loud here yeah. but it is kind of something to take into consideration it's like well if we're just going to limit ourselves to you know strictly western brands or something mm -hmm. like that there may be other scents we're missing out on here so it's something to think about we may have to have like an honorable mention category that we cover as well I mean, that, you know what that sounds like a really good idea because yeah. because when i because as you're talking and i'm processing everything that we are we are literally discussing some of these, um, like for instance, Last Looks Grooming Co., they theme themselves off of movies in particular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I honestly have not seen, um, unless like I did not pay attention, which I kind of doubt, I don't think they've come out with like a Western themed movie scent yet. The they only thing like, got... oh no, go on. They have like the Black Lodge, which is reminiscent of that tv show um i know that they had the witch and i watched that movie because i was inspired by it um so i watched the witch and i bought the live deliciously products right afterwards because i was like holy shit this is the movie that he based yeah, exactly. product off of. And with that one um, in particular, I would definitely, like, it was a little, because, like, the movie took place, like, what, in the 1800s, 1800s or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So the people were, um, it could have, it, it literally can go either way. It can kind of go more like this rugged um, lumberjack kind of theme, even though these people were destitute and they didn't have all that flannel color and all the yeah. textiles and all of that. Um, they were all like more like pretty rugged and almost borderline Western. Yeah. It was like a weird in between. So well, I don't know. And then he's got the, he's got the raging bull one too, which I mm. haven't tried yet, but it looks like, you know, it's really like leather uh, based and everything, which that mm. could definitely fall into a, a Western uh, category. And yeah. now his new one, he's got the, the better call Saul uh inspired one that i kind of mm -hmm. want to try but um which one is that one based that's off the of? newest newest one it's well it's based off better call saul the show which i've never actually watched i never I heard of just, it it's the spinoff of breaking bad oh okay yeah i did hear yeah. about it i did hear about yeah it. um but you know i'm assuming that's going to be a little bit more like southwestern in nature if it's you know mm -hmm. following along the same lines there mm -hmm. um so again that might be uh might be something to consider and really i'm gonna have to kind of go through i need to just go through my collection and throw a bunch of stuff out anyway there's just stuff that i've had for mm -hmm. like well over a year that i know yeah. i'm never going to get back around to and you know a lot of it just turns after a while especially if you've noticed anything with grapeseed oil can't sit mm. around for too long it just the texture oh, gets weird yes definitely grapeseed oil um especially in the in the spa world um we tend to throw that away real quick because yeah it's not an oil that you want to keep around it's it it definitely goes sour um yeah. once you open it we just try getting rid of it fairly quickly right after like maybe six months or something if yeah, we're it not seems using like it, it in a treatment yeah. yeah especially if we're not using it in a treatment whatsoever um 
but yeah, the only time that I ever usually come across grapeseed oil is usually if I'm working in a Sonoma or Napa-based resort, basically. Like, like the, yeah. that's like the only time I ever come across that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's really is, thick too. It's a really thick oil. It is. Yeah. That's, um, I, I can't even think of the name of the company now, like the big, big company in Napa. Um, I used to work with, uh, his daughter. And so like, we, like, she'd always just like bring it into work for like people like for free. And it was like expensive stuff. Hmm. And I mean, you can cook with it or you can use it on your skin or whatever. It's pretty versatile, but mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there's a reason it comes in little containers because it goes bad quick than you can use it that's the mm -hmm. problem with it yeah it, with thicker oils if you're trying to cook with it now we're spinning off into cooking you guys. <laughs> <laughs> off the beard that's why we're called this that's, that's right <laughs> so um usually with thicker oil if they cannot deal with high temps at mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. they cannot deal with yeah. high temp so that is the main reason and um Usually that oil would burn if you go over a certain amount, um, I believe, with like the temperature. It just ruins the taste and flavor. Yeah, it's the same thing like extra virgin olive oil. Really, you're just mm -hmm. supposed to eat that raw. But you can cook with it, but you just don't want to use high heat because that's, yeah, you'll mm -hmm. mess up. It, it just, it doesn't taste the same. It loses its sweetness. So mm -hmm. it's just, you know, if you're going to be using a... Uh, some of these olive oils are just ridiculously expensive these days, but mm -hmm. you pay for quality. So if you're going to be using a little thing that's, you know, 250 mils that you spent 50 bucks on, like you want to make sure you're, uh, <laughs> you're using it properly. Totally. You know what? Um, I know that we're kind of getting off subject and whatnot. Um, but I, the last time I was talking to you, I, well, actually, you weren't talking to me because I was listening to the editing. <laughs> when I was <laughs> editing, I was, I was I felt like you were talking to me because I'm always talking to you. For sure. Okay. Um, so when I was editing the last podcast, okay, um, I recall we were talking about Aesop. Okay. Oh, yes. And I was looking at their shaving products and I was just floored that they are asking for almost literally ultra high-end prices for their products i was literally shocked so basically for they they it's a shaving they have a it's a shaving lotion or wait it's a shaving oil it's actually a shave yeah. oil and then they're also they also have a shaving um aftershave lotion i believe and after and, and i was looking at it yesterday on and off again um I was just trying to wrap my head around, this is going to be over $100. There was two sizes for the shave oil. So I don't know. I, I have shaved my face with just pre-shave oil, but I am assuming that the this, this oil is supposed to lather. I have no idea because it says you can, oh, yeah. you can put it inside of the bowl and then use your shave brush for a lather and I was like confused what I was reading. I was like, this is a shave oil from what I'm gathering, but they're saying that you can lather it. I I, I, I don't know, this is why I posted it on my Instagram. I think Aesop is asking for my opinion right now. <laughs> because I posted that <laughs> because I was like, I was like thinking about it more and more and I was like really confused. Has like, have you ever used anything like that? 
I haven't, but I've noticed that too. So I don't know what exactly it is they have yeah. going on. I know certain oils will emulsify if you, mm -hmm. you know, whip them. So I don't know if it's going to like lather, lather so much as get mm -hmm. kind of like almost like a, what I'm picturing in my head and I could be way off the mark yeah. here. It's like, you know, those like kind of thin uh, shaving creams in the tube yes. and you can kind of like whip them up. It's not that they mm -hmm. become like this thick lather, but they just make like a nice like enough of a foam that it like mm. holds up that's yeah. what i'm picturing or at least when i had first read about that yeah. but yeah that's that's kind of a, a weird product i mean then again though aesop it does seem like just about everything they make is like super high quality so i wouldn't mm. imagine they'd like roll out something really gimmicky here they yeah. they seem to be trying to really build a rep for themselves yes um that's why, like I said, you guys, I am actually interested, even if it might be a waste of my money. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, like I said, I was trying to wrap my head around this part. So basically for the shave oil, the smallest one comes in 2.1 fluid ounces. The larger one comes in a 3.9, I believe, or it comes in a 4 ounce. The one that comes in a 2.1 I believe it's like $60 or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. It, 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 it was, it, it was, it was something really high in my opinion. And we're, and we're literally you guys talking about Tom Ford pricing. That's more expensive than the Tom Ford shave cream. Okay. Yeah. His Tom Ford's shave cream is I believe $45 or something like that. It, I'm like, and I'm still, like I said, trying to wrap my head around, like, they're charging something more than Tom Ford. That says a lot right there. So that's why I'm, like, really interested in trying it out. And that lotion, that the aftershave lotion, I am not sure if it's even going to do the trick. But we'll see. I, if I get around to buying it, um, I will see what's up. And I'm going to literally throw them under the bus. If the, like, <laughs> either way, like, I'm going to be like, you know what? Like, even if this was categorized a certain way, and I'm going to say if it's a gimmick or not. Because, like, I'm really curious to know if this is a gimmick. Because that, yeah. that, that just drives me crazy the more I'm talking about it. No, you'll have to let me know if you do try it. Because, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it, like I said, I mean, I wouldn't suspect... Yeah. It does really seem like Aesop is looking to build a rep for themselves. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. suspect they'd roll out something that was just like, you know, super gimmicky or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's definitely not like anything else I've heard of. Maybe mm -hmm. they're just describing it weird. I don't know. Yeah. I will say that every product so far that, that Aesop has come out with that I personally have tried, I've been very impressed with. But when it comes down to the face, I am not sure because I have never washed my face with any of their products. So I've looked at the, into their anti-aging products before and I'm not really seeing anything too spectacular that's like eye-opening to me. Um, if I went to a facility that had, that carried ASAP, professional whatever okay because there are brands like uh for instance elemis i don't know if you ever heard of elemis elemis is also sold in some nordstrom's but it's definitely sold more in Saks fifth avenue and neiman marcus so elemis also has a pro line 
You cannot buy the pro line inside of a Neiman Marcus and all of that. You have to go to the actual spa, med spa facility, whatever it is that you're going to in order to buy the pro products um, because like they use a whole different line of ingredients into it and it's more high performance, obviously. So yeah. I don't know if Aesop is doing something like that because they are based out of Australia and I am really curious to know like, they do have a day spa, I believe. They so I'm do, really yeah. so I am wondering what their pro line is gonna be all about. Yeah, that makes you wonder. Cause I don't know that I've yeah. ever even heard of an ASAP pro line, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything because it could just yeah. be something where it's like this is not available to the general public at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. Um I do know they do a lot of like custom stuff too. Mm. I know uh Lucky Scent, who that's usually where I go to to um to buy pretty much any of my fragrances because they mm -hmm. have like a good mix of like the high end along with like the indie. Mm -hmm. um, but I know they have some, I want to say, I want to say it's just like either soap or like some kind of cleanser. It's not like anything real, real high end, but it's made mm -hmm. by Aesop just for them. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, I'm assuming Aesop isn't outsourcing their work first off because um, it does seem like quality control is really high. So yeah. it could also be that, you know, you do have spas or whatever that are ordering custom stuff just for them. So it may not be like mm -hmm. a professional line per se, but it's just exclusive to these locations. Yes. Um, oh, before we go further, um, one of the things that I've noticed that you are doing um, as we're talking, I need you to pretend <laughs> that you're here. Sometimes you gotta be like, oh, hmm, mm -hmm. oh, you have to do at least do some of that. Um, you've been doing, you've been doing really great lately, by the way. Oh, if for I, sure. If I, if I listen to the older stuff and I compare it to like even now, I'm like, oh, okay, he's making more like present sounds. Mm. Um, it's just unfortunately we have to, and like no, even I've... though you, even though you're literally listening to what I'm saying, we have to make yeah. the audience know that you're paying attention. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, um, I've never had anyone complain yet, but the minute they do, that means they actually like the podcast. For sure, yeah. No, that's so, uh... <laughs> so that's for sure. Um, so what was I gonna say? Oh yes, okay. A really good example. I know a lot of people, um, especially you guys out there. I know you have more likely have not ever heard of this brand. But the brand, um, I was literally looking at Epicurin. Epicurin mm -hmm. came out. <laughs> I, I actually have heard of that brand. <laughs> I was just laughing because you're mm -hmm. <laughs> right No, and that, no, because it's like, damn, okay, now I'm just like jumping right in. But no, I have heard of that brand. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry, we can start all over again. Or we can just be like, oh, you know, we just lost train of thought at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. I don't know if a lot of the guys out there has ever heard of the brand Epicurean, but you seem like you have heard of it. What were you I going have. to say? Oh, it? no, it's, it, that's one that like, I mean, how, where do you even get it? It seems super exclusive. That's the whole deal with them. But like, I, I, I've heard nothing but good things about them. Yes, Epicurean is only sold in spa and it's only sold in med spa uh, um, facilities. It's very rare that you would find them at the plastic surgeon's office because I feel that out of my my experience and a lot of other people's experience with the products that they you would never typically find Epicurean in a med spa because 
of the style of work in the performance that they mm. normally have. Um, yeah. they, it, 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 they do have a high performance line, which is their black line, their black label. Everything is an average of 150 and up with yeah, that okay. stuff. Yeah. Um, and I know that they have like um, a serum, I believe it, it's kind of like an instant, um, instant, Lif, I remember like one of their one of their facials that they have, it's like an instant facelift, and yeah. that and that treatment is over two hundred dollars usually. Oh wow! For that treatment, and it's only for I believe like an hour or so, or fifty minutes, depending on the location and facility that you are getting the treatment in. But the reason why I brought them up in relation to the story of um, Aesop is that. Um, there is a body oil cologne that Epicurean came out with, actually. And from what I understand, the Fairmont liked it so much, they bought the rights for that oil because oh, wow. it's a very masculine scent. It's very peppery. It is a very masculine body oil that they categorized as a cologne. So since they already sold the rights, meaning they pretty much make the product just for Fairmont locations only who sell Epicurin, or if they get that specific body treatment that requires that oil, it is really expensive, might I add. Um, it's a very, very expensive oil. And I believe it's only for one fluid ounce or 1.7 at the most or something. I mean, this is for a body oil, might I add. Um, that's considered a cologne. I believe that it starts off at like 70 or $80, but the new version that came out, it is very light. It has a mm. light because like they, they had to categorize it as something else. And they, and yeah, I believe make that it. they, yeah, they had to rename the oil and they called it oh, wow. soul something. Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head unless I literally go out of my way to like really research <laughs> it again. Um, but they re they came out with the same, product quote-unquote mm -hmm. pretty much but they categorize it differently they change the ingredients but it is related to that pro line that is only for fairmont hotels now wait so is this something that like you would have to just like book an appointment at the spot the fairmont to even get your hands on or yeah, like much. if you're oh okay pretty much okay because yeah. like you, because like um even though that epicurean just came out like this which was last year um, even though they came out with that cologne body oil that's supposed to be unisex, to me, I thought it was more for men, honestly. I haven't seen really women like reach for it. So if they just change the packaging slightly, okay, um, I believe a lot of guys would literally reach for it, honestly. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Because it is, I honestly would probably use it even in my beard honestly. Oh, wow. Because okay. it, it smells really good. And it's not very thick. It's because it's because it is a body oil that's so that's supposed to be a cologne. Um, usually that's a lighter that you're able to yeah. put on. But yeah, I can't see it. I can't see why not put it in your beard. You just have to find something that's going to be complementary to that scent. Whether if it's unscented or something that has that peppery maybe slight leather scent but leather usually is a very overwhelming scent which might take over it so i don't know what would go with it aside from like spicier notes yeah 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 leather's kind of tough to um tough to match with sometimes yeah it really is yeah that's why like i 
go for, like for instance, that Tom Ford cologne that I, um, which one is it? Um, ombre leather. That oh, one yeah, is yeah. that one's really good, and it's really balanced. And I felt like that it it complemented um, Last Looks Grooming Co. The family because mm. they use a spicy orange, and yeah. they use um, in Tom Ford it was um, black leather and raspberries. So the raspberry and the orange going together, dude, that was that was amazing. That oh, was yeah. an awesome pairing. That was an awesome yeah. pairing right there. <laughs> That's definitely one one of them. Um, I know that uh, this episode is more like like short but sweet. For was sure. there anything else that you wanted to add on to this um, podcast? Because I know it's kind of like we wanted to just like stick with like a slight theme to acknowledge um, s- some of the holidays coming up that um, that people celebrate and believe in. Yeah, no, I mean, there's nothing, you know, no new subjects or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if uh, if we're winding down now, I guess I would probably just uh, remind everyone listening to, uh, you know, keep in mind the spirit of the holiday, whether you're doing uh, a more traditional Thanksgiving, whether you're doing the Friendsgiving thing, whatever, it is about giving. Mm-hmm. And that isn't always necessarily, you know, money or material things. It can be mm-hmm. your time. It can also be your effort. And that's that's kind yeah. of something that I think a lot of people have been lacking in. Uh, and I'm not, you know, just wagging my finger at anyone here, but it's just think about <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. Would it kill you to put a mask on? Would it kill you to stay home and socially distance and things mm-hmm. like that? Uh, it, eventually we're going to have to get over this pandemic in this country and it is Mm -hmm. going to take an effort from all of us. And, you know, think back about what, uh, you know, what your grandparents uh, had to go through in the the depression, world war two, whatever this and that Mm -hmm. sacrifices that people had to make as a society. And it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's kind of messed up that like people can't even like throw a mask on their face when they're out in public. It's like in the spirit of giving, Give up some of your selfish ways. And I'm talking about myself here, too. I know there's times Mm -hmm. when I catch myself doing things that it's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm being a jerk here. So just kind of consider that you're part of a society. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the best way to give back is, you know, to to be cognizant of that. And, you know, nobody's asking for you to, uh, you know, give up... uh, any of your big luxuries or anything. I know I'm certainly not ready to give up any of mine, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, if we all just incrementally give a little bit more to society, we can hopefully get over this thing at some point and get back to this normal that we've been chasing for so long now. Yes. Our quote unquote normalcy (laughs) that we really (laughs) do need you guys because I'm over it, but we, we can't unfortunately get over it until we all work together as one mm-hmm, and absolutely. and just by doing that simple little thing, wearing a mask and just being willing to socially distance, that's you're already giving back to so many people, honestly. Absolutely. You really are. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, Santino, was there anything else you would like to throw our way or no? Uh, no, just uh, everybody uh, enjoy your holiday and uh, make sure you tune in and listen to us uh, on the next one next Monday because we're going to have something great for you then. Oh, by the way, I just remembered. Um, aren't you excited about that company that made those stickers? We're not going to say the name of the company, but dude, 
I was I know. I, I was, was too. I was, I was too. <laughs> so you guys are going to have a good surprise. Finally found a company worthy of creating some of our um, products that we want to share with you guys. So a lot of things are coming into the works and that's what's up. And also, Absolutely. please remember by listening, subscribing, leaving a review, okay? That is a huge help for us. And we want to thank you guys for being part of, a, of this new journey, this new side endeavor that we're doing with, with our podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of us and willing to download and give our, our podcast a chance. We are truly thankful for that. Like, let's Absolutely. Absolutely. We are very, very, very thankful for that. Very thankful for every yes. listener. So, um, you know, you guys know where to find me, Greenbird555 um, on all social media. But right now, I'm predominantly really just focusing on IG, which is Instagram, and very rarely um, Twitter. Very rarely, very seldomly. But, um, yeah, everything is slowly coming into play, especially for my YouTube channel. I don't think I'm going to do a momentous, like, comeback and whatnot. It's just going to be more like, oh, Hey, I still I still exist, you guys. Hey, remember me? <laughs> yes, I like I will do a really big video on in terms of a comeback or whatever, but it's not going to be like me dedicating all my time and energy like I did before. And mm. where can we all find you, Santino? So you can find me uh, at all the usual places: uh, YouTube, Velis and Terminal, um, mm-hmm. IG, Velis and Terminal, of course. The blog is still going strong, velisandterminal.com. Uh, Twitter, I'm at V T. I don't tweet that much, though, so <laughs> yeah. find me if you want. But that's that's the one outlier in terms of uh, usernames. So if you're having trouble, don't worry about it. Anything I tweet on Twitter, I'll put out on other forms of media as well. You know, I need to look at your blog because I haven't had a chance to in a really long time. So I definitely have a lot of reading to catch up on. (laughs) So, yes, thank you so much once again, you guys. And we will see you on the next one. Well, actually, you'll verbally talk to you on the next one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know why I'm like, keep on saying that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So that is pretty much it. Um, I know that we're going to do a western themed one but i don't know when you would like to do that or do you, what which theme do you think is going to be the most eye-catching western no i i like the idea of western theme just mm-hmm. because it's um it's a little bit more concise i think mm-hmm. within that obviously you know going with the theme of offbeat beards we can kind of branch mm-hmm. off into just more like rugged in general but mm-hmm. i think just in terms of packaging it for lack of a better term i do think uh western theme is going to be the way to go there i was also thinking about on the the last one we did talking about doing a coffee episode too we can definitely tie beard care into that because there are some brands that do like coffee scents so yes i actually wore black lodge today because i was like you know what i want to smell like coffee oh perfect yeah that's what i ended up doing (laughs) um Can you hear me? I don't think you can hear me. Okay.